Extreme ECW Livecast. This week we are covering October 19th, 26th, and November 2nd of 1993, which is episodes 28, 29, and 30 of ECW Hardcore TV. I'm Mike Pru, along with JV. JV, what's going on? Nothing much. Ready to move into uh, a super show here. Yeah, they're building up to November to remember, yep. and we're currently still watching matches from Bloodfest 93, which was taped on October 1st and October 2nd of 1993. So I was speaking more towards our own episode. I mean, that we're, you know, we got three, we're covering oh, three episodes. Yeah, we got, yeah. So this is a extra special sized episode. This is our super show. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> last week we only, uh, well, two weeks ago, I always say, I always do that last week. Two fucking <laughs> just by like a moment ago, it's become just now last week, yeah. six years ago. Yeah, you know, last week. <laughs> so, two weeks ago, we only did the one episode because we had some issues, and I think those issues are all cleared up now. So, we can get back on track, and we're bringing three episodes to you supersized edition of the Extreme ECW live cast. So anyway, anything special going on? <laughs> It's weird we're recording this with daylight. It's usually yeah, yeah, yeah. dark. It's well, it's a like, Sunday. Yeah, it's it's, uh, it's big fantasy playoffs. We're both some uh, important spots, spots fantasy wise, in here in week fifteen. So yeah, I'm about to get knocked out of two playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm, we'll I'm like dead even in the, the the three I'm alive in right now. Dead even projection wise. <laughs> Anyways, guys, uh, thanks for. Tuning back in, BTT Army. We truly appreciate you guys taking a listen to us, and I you know, hope it's another, you know, little addition to the book in the territory that you guys like to enjoy every every other week here, as we get through this early ECW, which uh, it's starting to get really good. I think it's starting to become ECW that most people would recognize. Yeah, as, as we get towards the end of 1993, so it's going to be nice to. Move into another year, and we made a leap forward. We've gone beyond 1993. Soon. So. Without further ado, though, I guess we should get yourself set up for this if you're going to do the watch-along with us, and that's the October 19th episode. So while you set yourself up there, I also want to point out that JV and I do another show that's free. And it's the Bottom Line Wrestling Cast, the career of Stone Cold Steve Austin, where we cover from late 95 up, a, up through his career, Stone Cold Steve Austin career. And we are currently in 1999, so we are 
56 episodes in. We're about to have 57th episode come out today. So, check that out. Bottom line, wrestling cast. JV, you all set up? Yeah, I'm ready. I got everything up here on the network. October 19th, 1993. All right, 4741 um, is the length of the uh, the show here. Yep. All right, so let me just get set up over here. I'll give a countdown. Five down to one, and I'll say play, and then we'll all click play at the same time. Five, four, three, two, one, play. And we got JV's yes! favorite music. Yes! <laughs> it's like heavy metal, man. Yeah, it's like Beavis <laughs> and Butthead opening. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the Peach is getting her clothes ripped off just doesn't age well. <laughs> No, it doesn't age well at all. <laughs> Superfly. Yeah, nice splash by Superfly. Ivan Koloff still kicking around there in the yeah. opening. <laughs> Haven't seen you him see in the a fans while. trying to touch Peaches' breast as yeah. she walks down? I think that's the first time I noticed that. Yeah, they do. <laughs> Terry Funk choking out a ref. Yeti Gilbert fireball. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeti Gilbert is gone from that. Yeah, he's Gonzo. All right, there so it is. Paul Lee is on the mic, so let's take a listen to him. I am going to give to you, miserable, ungrateful people, the all-new Dangerous Alliance. <laughs> all right, so Paulie's going to introduce a whole new Dangerous Alliance, <laughs> and I guess we'll get to that later in the episode. We got this badass music right now. <laughs> yeah, this music is definitely playing over something else. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it looks like we're kind of getting a, a recap of things that have gone on. Actually, they're doing a little preview. So while you're getting that preview, I'll give you a little preview. We got Public Enemy versus The Bad Company on this episode. Jimmy Snooker is going to go up against Chad Austin. And you know, Get back to that in a second. Let's take a listen to Public Enemy. Oh, that was nothing. I didn't even have to stop. (laughs) (laughs) Great promo. Lasted five seconds. Here he is, cousin Pat, bro. Cousin Pat Tanaka. Let's go. (laughs) JV's cousin. (laughs) That's so weird. (laughs) And here comes the Public Enemy. By association, he is. Damn it. Yes. Uh, Dallas Cowboys hat, fitting the era of popularity. Oh, we got the Hawaiian shirt guy with his hat. Straw hat guy. Is that the goon? The guy in the Flyers jersey? No. (laughs) (laughs) The goon. (laughs) The Broad Street bully. (laughs) All right, so Pat Tanaka, Paul Diamond, bad company, up against a public enemy. That's funny, Pat Tanaka just like gave a high five to the guy in the front row from the apron. <laughs> two guys from the hood can always be dangerous. <laughs> it's true. From the hood. Alright, so this match is coming from day two of Bloodfest, which was October 2nd. Match is starting off pretty slow. <laughs> Johnny Grunge is doing that. I'm going to fight you, but 
Actually, I'm not going to fight you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> runs back, puts his head underneath the rope, and he pushes the ref. And they're going to tie up now, finally. All right. Boom, there it is. Oh, kind of clean. Kind of clean break there. Yeah. Patting him on his hips. Crowd's like, we want hardcore shit. <laughs> yeah, what is this? Why is this technical? Yeah, what the hell? Freaking walking up again here. Fly is fan in the first row. Won't fucking sit down. He, he just finally sat down. <laughs> he was picking his nose and shit before. Like, this guy. Like, what planet is he on? He's up again. Yeah, look at him. Sit the hell down. Screaming. Like, I wonder what they're like. Like, that's, I don't know. It's just funny. Like, if you're a fan, being a fan on the side of that guy kind of sucks. Yeah. And you got and you got to, like, kind of laugh at the thing he says as he sits down. Yeah. <laughs> but then you're almost like, enabling him to right. continually do it. Yeah, so that's like, true. Ah. Should get to hold a sign. Like, keep going. Stop. <laughs> nice drop kick. Nice drop Paul kick. Diamond. Yeah. This guy's think... solid. Yeah. All right. Pace of the match is picked up. I don't know if I mentioned it before, but I, yeah, I definitely mentioned it. They have the Orient Express. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've mentioned it multiple, yeah. uh, numerous times. Right. Paul Diamond was Kato with the, with the mask yep. on. Yeah. How did he ever do his like a singles wrestle overseas and shit? I think he was pretty big in Japan. Yeah. He did go to the WWF um, in '93. Actually, right around this time he went and he was Max Moon. You remember Max Moon? Yeah, I didn't know that was him. No yeah. shit. Yep. Oh, I liked Max Moon. <laughs> I fly from the future. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was right up my alley. <laughs> His costume looked like uh, the costume, like the, um, it's a character in uh, Nightmare on Elm Street 5 that the comic book artist kid right, draws. Oh, I don't remember who he draws, but uh, I, I know I know who you're talking about. He has a superhero character. Looks like Max Moon. <laughs> uh, Max Moon always kind of reminded me like, uh, or it might have been Vice. I don't know, but he, he kind of, in hindsight, looks like uh, like Cyrax or something. Yeah, like a cartoonist version, just like the way the mask was That's and shit. True. Yeah, from Mortal Kombat. From, from Mortal Kombat. Yeah. All right, Rocco Rock is in the ring now. He's my favorite of the two, to be honest. Morocco yeah. Rock guy. Me too. Team Rocco. Reminds me of my Uncle Tony. <laughs> he does seem like somebody's uncle. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's, my tough, that's my tough uncle. Yeah, not a father, just an uncle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. They got a stalemate here. Yep. Pat Tanaka looks like he's about to kick the shit out yeah, of him. Yeah, he's about Rocco to fucking super Rocco kick Rocco. his ass to fucking Philly. He is, they are in Philly, right? Yeah. Joey Styles just called Public Enemy New Kids on the Block. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a diss. Look at this. this that's is, a 90s diss. That's some weak-ass strong style right there by Rock yeah. Rock. <laughs> he's giving kicks to his leg. <laughs> and he sucks. What? What is that? <laughs> 
Mike Enemy are rocking their Lakers gear. LA Lakers. Also popular at the time. Yep. Oh! Nice that was nice. Bomb. Yeah. All right. This tag match is kind of. It's picking up. It's gotten, gotten better here. Yeah. Well paced. Nice build here. Let's go. I'm convinced right. these guys hate each other. Yeah. Well, they've been building up to it with those five second promos. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. The turnbuckle when you go to each yeah. one. Going down. Like three times on the top, three times in the middle, three times at the bottom. Then just drop to the mat. Yeah. That's like the highway to hell. That's your call that. Yeah. Like, does that move have a name? No, I don't think so. Yeah, someone should do that crash. and give it a cool name. Oof. Yeah, like Alistair Black or something. Yeah, yeah. Call it the highway to hell. Yeah, you can really tell how small this place is because you can hear random people's conversations. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> you heard the, uh, that lady. Yeah. That was like a that was a heavy smoker. That one. Yeah. <laughs> like, geez, I'm picking up so many voices. Yeah. Kind of sad we didn't get any of uh, our boy yet on this episode to start the show. JT Smith? No. Fucking uh... Larry Winters? <laughs> no. Ah. The, the commentator. All right, we don't have the same boys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, apparently he's not my boy because I can't even remember his damn name. <laughs> <laughs> damn you! <laughs> Fucking the, the stupid goofy announcer. Uh, I don't know. I don't remember his name. Fuck. <laughs> Man, we're dumbasses. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Sorry, guys. <laughs> yeah, back, back to the match back here. Back to the match. <laughs> Jay Sully. Jay Sully's my boy. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's right. Jay Sully. I, 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 I thought of him, but I'm like, oh, he ain't talking about Jay Sully. <laughs> so I, I actually didn't know who the fuck he was talking about. I was just kind of like, yeah, 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 yeah. Let's, let's get through this next minute. <laughs> And I'll say, yeah, 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 that's right, when you remember it. And act like I knew the whole time, too. All right, so Johnny Grunge just gets swept by Pat Tanaka. And Rocco is tagged in. And Pat Tanaka tags out. Rocco Rock. And Paulie. Paulie Diamond. Let's go, Paulie. Got the height advantage, yeah. He's in a bad spot now. So last time during a bad company match, we brought up how Pat sounds Asian, but Patrick wouldn't work. Doesn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember that. That was funny. <laughs> but uh, I, I saw. I was watching something. WCW '93. Yeah. Saturday Night episode. Because we're getting ready for that special Hollywood Blondes edition on Bottom yes. Line Cast. And Pat Tanaka was there, but he was billed as Patrick Tanaka. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, oh, fuck, they did call him Patrick. And you're like, oh, see, yeah, it's just JV's cousin now. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> His last name is probably not Tanaka. It's like Patrick. No, it's not. <laughs> I should know more about the guy. 
Jess just left too. One day she just she's around, be like, "Hey, what's the deal with Pat Tanaka?" <laughs> <laughs> you got pictures with him and shit when you were a kid with your family. So and you told him you were his cousin. <laughs> Rocker Rock is working on the knee of Paul Diamond. And he's selling Oof. very well. Yeah, he is. It's a Johnny match. Grunge. Oh, Johnny Grunge is working on, on the outside as the ref is distracted. Tanaka should just, like, shut up. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, they're causing their own partner to get beat up by arguing with the ref. <laughs> yeah. Just walk away. Yeah, that's, that's the, he's the type of guy that, like, he'd be getting under arrest and the cops letting him go. Like, we're going to let you go, but he's still bitching. Yeah, and then you get arrested. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's that guy. <laughs> Ooh, a headbutt. Headbutt by Rocco. Headbutt to, to the thigh. That's new. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's different. A headbutt. Headbutt combo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, wow, wow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a lengthy match. Yeah, it is. It's been going on for about 10 minutes. I'm at 12.53, 54, 5. Yep, I am too. He's dragging him. Elbow yep. to the Elbow inside to of the, the knee. Johnny yep. Grunge doing some wrestling. This is yeah, the is. most wrestling I've seen from a public enemy match ever. Surprised there hasn't been any use of chairs or tables. Working on the mat here. Look at Johnny Grunge's sneakers. Those are like uh, Enzo Amore style. <laughs> yeah, is that like Jaguar skin or leopard skin or something yeah. on him? Yeah. Leopard Oh, bionic elbow. Yep. And sweeps his leg. Oof. Sweep the leg. <laughs> Shout out to Joey Styles. One man crew. Yeah, because it's constant. Right. We have two people we ain't putting out the kind of fucking commentary <laughs> this guy is. <laughs> <laughs> ah, he's just non-stop. Twice one of the best at his job. <laughs> yeah. It'd be tough to talk to yourself. Hell yeah. Do it too much, you go a little crazy. <laughs> I don't know how people can do a podcast just by themselves. Yeah, that is interesting how they do that. I mean, I guess you got to pretend that the audience is right there talking, <laughs> listening to you. Yeah. You know? You really got to be in that mindset. Oh, nice hot tag. Tanaka comes in. Oh, Johnny Grunge backing up like a bitch. Oh. Woo, nice crescent kick. Boom. Double crescent kick. Another crescent kick. His karate looks like a guy that acts like he knows karate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> His karate is like Steven Seagal karate. Yeah. Remember there was a guy that came into NEP when we worked there, the, the Chinese guy? Yeah. <laughs> and he would do like kicks and shit. He would, you remember that guy? Yeah. I'm being serious. Yeah. yeah. 
That was funny. <laughs> That's who he reminds me of. Leapfrog onto Rocco's back by Batanaka. Oh. We're getting a belly to back suplex. Boom. Go for a cover. Johnny Gun's going to break it. No count. <laughs> it took forever for the count to come. I know. It wasn't even a one count. Like, where are you? The concession stand? <laughs> oh, looks like there might be a time limit coming up. The ring announcer just said they're at 15 minutes. Oh, the match ends. Right. Wow. Paul Diamond wow. gets the cover. And Bad Company with the win over the public enemy. Which is fine because they're both new teams coming in, so they'll probably exchange victories. Oh, there's the shitty strong style. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> A replay. Oh, I missed that part. Johnny yeah, Gage I don't remember that. Biting him. Oh, Biting Paul Diamond's leg. Yeah, that, that was a nice sit down power bomb. You know, that was the finish. Johnny Grunge accidentally hit the Rocco Rock. Still weird. It, it, almost, it almost felt like the match was supposed to end with Tanaka kicking that guy in the face. Daddy, we love you. We don't need a TV star for a father. Just you. Here's Sal Baloma with his kids. Nice shirt. <laughs> it's like he's at a park. Yeah. They're playing some Godfather type music. But on the original broadcast, it was. They don't make sides like this anymore. These things are like a death threat. <laughs> oh my god, those slides, yeah. Remember going on those things in the summer? You yeah. have to worry, like, alright, how hot is this fucking scorching piece of metal? <laughs> right. Freaking sheet metal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this shit, this, it's crazy. Kids these days, they don't know. You couldn't even trust the fucking slide. Well, that car's about to crash. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the spring's broke. Taxpayers are all pissed. The fucking big ass guy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you got the nosy neighbors across the street. Yeah. What is his purpose? Is he uh, a good dad or a bad dad? I guess it makes him look like a good guy. I, uh, I think he's seems out. like a great dad. I think he's injured at this time. So, uh, yeah, he's a good dad. Yeah, playing with the kids. It's gonna be funny to have, you know, your father or your. Looks like he would be the father, I guess. A lot of fucking kids. Yeah, how many kids does this guy have? Because <laughs> now it's just getting creepy. There's too many kids around. And they're all like, the same age, so they're going to be like... Yeah. Of the top. Oh, that's funny. I guess in the original broadcast, they would play uh, Tears in Heaven over this. But they had What's Tears in Heaven? By Eric Clapton. Tears in uh, Heaven... I'd know it if I heard it. Day I like it. I love you. Why he sued them? No, I just they can't play it on the network, uh, so they had to put this fucking this ain't a bad piano music over it. This reminds me of a scene in The Godfather where the Godfather's playing with the kid, Vito Corleone's yeah. playing with the kid, and he's about to have the heart attack, or whatever. And yeah, die. yeah, and the with a grapevine and all that yeah. stuff is yeah, 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 in the garden. Yeah, that's what this is like, and it's the same kind of music. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's his wife. Yep. 
cool shirt. <laughs> Jess, my, my girlfriend better never get a haircut like that woman. <laughs> my wife never. always told me too, like, if I ever say I'm getting short hair, tell me no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't. Stop. You, yeah, you can't let that go. Well, she's still young. I'm talking like when they're older. You're right. Yeah. They just get like that short, short. The poof. <laughs> yeah. The fucking short poof. poof yeah. I hate that. <laughs> I just... It's fucked up because it's not right. But when I see an old lady and they have a poofy haircut, I'm like, oh, you're an idiot. Like, you're probably very hard to deal with in public. <laughs> total, total misjudgment, I'm sure. But that's just, hey, that's how I feel. I just think they don't, don't want to deal with the hair when they're older. So they just cut yeah, it so they, they get a fucking, they puff it out. <laughs> I don't know, it's weird. All right, so we got another match coming up here. It's Jimmy Snooker against Chad Austin. This is from Bloodfest day number two also. Let's see how this match goes. Jimmy Snook is probably going to kick the shit out of this guy. <laughs> Chad Austin. Guy's a tryhard. I don't know how much we... Who told him, yeah, wear the second knee pad only on the right one? <laughs> I, don't, I don't think we've seen Chad Austin yet. No, we have not seen this guy. I don't think so. And this dude's fucking young. Oh, this is 1993. This kid is only 21 years old at the time. 21-year-old Chad Austin from Red Bank, New Jersey. That's young, so young. He's only 47 right now. He never became anything? I don't think so. Let's see if there was anything. Uh, he spent time in ECW from 93 to 96. Made his debut at Bloodfest 93. So here it is. No shit. We're seeing the debut. <laughs> the debut of Chad Austin, baby. <laughs> Chad Austin. Oh, he's going to be that. Yeah, he's just going to do indie stuff. 96 through 99, Mid-Eastern Wrestling Federation. 2000 to 2003, Maryland Championship Wrestling. <laughs> and then 2003 to 2005 on the Wikipedia page, it says return yeah. to Indies. It's like, no, he's fucking in the Indies the whole time. What do you mean return? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, return. <laughs> you mean return to wrestling, period. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> no, because he was at Maryland Championship Wrestling 2000-2003. In 03 to 06, it says oh, return to I Indies. Oh, I didn't hear the Maryland part. Yeah, what the fuck? Yeah, return to Indies. Dude, you were in the Indies. <laughs> I don't know how many of these Wikipedia pages are made by the actual person. <laughs> yeah, right. How does Wiki fact check it? Yeah, oh, well, he's the only one that would know. <laughs> right. His name's fucking Chad Austin. <laughs> Never heard of him. <laughs> he also went by... Google Google Chad Austin. That's a tough one. He also went by uh, Pat Patterson Jr. Really? Yeah. No relation, though, right? No. His name is Chad Slavinsky. What a reach. Just fucking straight. I'm Pat Patterson's... I'm Pat Patterson Jr. Yeah, That's why he never made it. <laughs> yeah, I wonder what that storyline was. Yeah, it's like Vince McMahon's right-hand man. They probably saw that and put your name on the blacklist. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Ooh! That was nice. 
Wow. That slingshot suplex? Yeah. Yeah, quick work. Nice fucking win there for Jimmy. Just look as fucking Jimmy! Jack. He looks crazy. <laughs> yeah, his hair. Look at his fucking hair. Oh, special report. Let's take a listen to what's going on here in this special report from the ECW News Center. Jay Sully! There he is. There's your boy. <laughs> Looks like a goof. <laughs> yeah, he does. All right, let's take a listen. Paulie Dangerously has announced his intentions to form an all-new Dangerous Alliance. Well, things haven't worked out as smoothly as Paulie would have hoped. My colleague, Joey Styles interviewed Paul Lee, the CEO of the new Dangerous Alliance, and this franchise player, ECW heavyweight champion, Shane Douglas. This is how things got started. Tonight is a historic night, not just here in Philadelphia, not just in the ECW, not just in the NWA, but in the annals of sports entertainment itself. So they committed to a name. It's the Dangerous Alliance, finally. Sense. Shane that, Douglas, that was weird. He doesn't. He hasn't won a title yet, but he's the champion. <laughs> All right, so they're calling him the franchise now. The franchise, Shane Douglas. This guy's good, Shane Douglas. Yeah, he is. Like, if he had the internet around with him then, he'd be like one of those, you know? Oh, yeah. People are aware, in 1991, Paulie announced Medusa as his director of covert operations for the Dangerous Alliance and World Championship Wrestling. Paulie has announced a new director of All of a sudden, it's like Jay Sully got super loud. He announced that very happened to you? Yeah. All right, let's see who they're adding to the Dangerous Alliance. Dangerous Alliance. Oh, a woman. Paul 
Sherry Martel, sensational Sherry, former manager of the Million Dollar Man Ted DiBiase, <laughs> former manager of the Macho Man Randy Savage, former manager of Shawn Michaels. Did you know it was going to be her? Because that's not like a surprise, really. No. I was like a, a new, someone we haven't seen on yeah, right. TV yet. He's already been on. She's just on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She's in a battle royal match against Jay Sully. Yeah. This is how things began to fall apart for the scheming Paul Lee dangerously. <laughs> that was cool. The finger poke yeah. burned his finger. <laughs> oh, it's too hot. Joey Styles wants to tell him to fuck off. <laughs> yeah, just to fucking shove the mic down his throat. Yeah, you want the mic off? You fucking return it. <laughs> Virgil, someone yelled. Virgil. <laughs> Did you hear that? Yeah. Someone in the crowd Virgil. Virgil. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> what, what kind of bodyguard can he be? He's fucking tied up. He's <laughs> being yeah, restrained. Yeah. <laughs> the bodyguard should be 911. <laughs> maybe, maybe just the look of him is supposed to scare you. The away. guy with the mustache right there should be the bodyguard. <laughs> yeah, 911. Sure. Huge. Dan Severin's older brother. <laughs> yeah. That's 911? Yeah. Oh. Who's this jacked guy, though? What, holding him? Yeah. He looks like somebody. A wrestler. Mm. I guess there's already a problem in the Dangerous Alliance. Paulie pulling out the broad word. <laughs> Sabu's still going fucking full-blown character in the corner there. <laughs> yeah. Low screen. Ooh, Jerry's not happy. Jeez. Don't call me a broad. Yeah, we don't even know what she's saying now. Holy shit. <laughs> wow. I wish we knew what was said. Yeah. <laughs> Sabu's nuts. Sabu's fucking crazy. He's a intellectual mask on. <laughs> yeah, that guy. Sensational Sherry siding with a franchise ECW heavyweight champion Shane Douglas. Well, this heated debate didn't end in the ring. It raged on in the private locker room of the Dangerous Alliance, where there's a big sign on the door that reads, No press allowed. No press, that is. Except for our very own Maddie in the house. And Maddie's there with his very own private video camera. Hey, Maddie, is this, fuck is this? You rolling? Camera? Mic rolling? Great. This is the. Willie, <laughs> Willie Scoop Watts. <laughs> Willie Watts! This guy's my new favorite character. No press allowed, go away. He's trying to sneak in, he's at the front door. <laughs> yeah. He's gonna poke. There's no light on in there. It's like a closet. <laughs> Who the fuck sneaks? Let's try to sneak through the front door. Yeah. <laughs> the main entrance. And it's legit. Okay. It has to be a closet. <laughs> yeah. It's all dark in there. This is so goofy. That is the... 
That's the scoop from Boy Willie. Yeah. So is Maddie in the house in, in front of the same door, it looks like. <laughs> now as a dressing room door. And talking about somebody that's used to getting his butt kicked a lot. Former wrestler, new ECW wrestling manager, Mr. Jason Knight. Maddie, Maddie, please. Like, like Madonna, like Liz, like Elvis, like Cher. Just Jason. Okay, Jason. What is it now? Oh, Maddie. Don't you just love my career? Oh, yeah, very. Now, Jason, who are you going to be managing in the ECW? In the ECW, I'm going to be managing to keep my suits nice and clean and pressed as I walk my champions to the ring. Jason, in the ECW, who are you going to be managing? That's a very good question. But don't you just like... Just give a damn answer. <laughs> oh, enough about the hair, the the suit, the complexion. Who are you gonna be mad? Let's talk about something else. Enough about you. You're right, Maddie. Enough about me, Maddie. Let's talk about you. What do you think of my suit? This guy's got nothing. This guy sucks. <laughs> yeah. Maddie in the house should. Give him a backhand. Yeah, he he's like, have. oh, this guy sucks. What do you wanted to say? Yeah, this promo sucks. <laughs> All right, we got a tag team championship match here. Got our boy JT Smith teaming up with the Sandman to take on Johnny Hotbody and Tony Stetson. Your boy. <laughs> And this is also from Van, Bloodfest Van and Dennis. On NWA Eastern Championship Wrestling. Now, from what you've seen in the show already, this should be a decent match. Terry Funk alongside JT Smith. Terry, Terry. Oh, there we go. I can't wait till Sandman changes his ring gear. I know. This, he looks, this, that's some of the worst the ring gear all time. Yeah, freaking bodysuit, surf, surfboard bodysuit. He needs to become that beach bum. Alright, so we got Sandman working, working the uh, Stetson there. Tony the Hitman Stetson taking a swing at JT Smith. That's when this match will pick up once JT Smith is able to fucking get in and make this interesting. Hey, so why do you think uh, Johnny Hotbody has that bandana on? Why? Yeah. Why does he have the bandana on? He's got Big Ted. Because, yeah. We used to call him Johnny Baldspot, so. Oh, really? Yeah, I remember. Like no, I know that's what we called him, yeah. but I'm saying he really bicked his head? No, I don't know if he bicked his head, but we want to cover up his bald spot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, that too, yeah. Just usually you only wear those types of bandanas if you have if you're fucking bald. Right. Otherwise, why would you wear that with hair? Wow. Same man's double team in both these. Ooh. Tag champs. There's two guys in the ring. JT Smith should have been in there. 
Uh, now apparently he's tagged in. Sucks. That looked like it was a hard edit there. They, yeah, the, the way it cut. Yeah. Because yeah. J.T. Smith was on the apron, then all of a sudden he's in the middle of the ring. <laughs> oh, that's right. He's got a bad knee. I give Smith credit just for resting on that knee. If it were me, I would take a month, perhaps two months off. <laughs> I would take two months off. Yet still scoring upset victories over the likes of Don Morocco. And for that effort, for showing that kind of guts, he's being rewarded with an ECW title shot. Oh, I didn't know he was out there. Honeycue Robbins the third. Because here comes Stinson. Oh, right on that knee. Tony Stetson from the top rope, right across the injured knee of J.T. Smith. That's got to be all. The referee might want to stop this match just to save the career of J.T. Smith. Is that what's going on? Why are they J.T. Smith wounded. Sandman's back in. They've allowed the Sandman to tag into this match. That's, uh, I can't believe it. Oh, no. He uh, still has hair. Oh, he does. Yeah, his do-rag's off. Uh, no, oh, no, that's Stetson. Huh? I don't see Johnny Hotbody. What what what's your timestamp? Oh there he is, yep. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Tossed him into the ropes. Thirty-six twenty-eight. Yeah, yeah, all right, we're at the same time. Same man's got a sleep rag on, right? Ooh, Terry Funk gonna hit the ref. <laughs> oh like pushed him with the chair. Ooh. Funk turn heel. Nice. I love heel Terry Funk. Yeah, dickhead Terry Funk's the best. Terry Funk just laid out Sandman. JT Smith's wondering what the hell's going on. What's going on? Fuck him up, Terry. Work on that bad knee. Really get that heel heat. Come on. Maybe he wants to take JT Smith under his wing. <laughs> Be my first pick in a draft. Yeah. DCW draft in 1993. Take JT Smith. JT Smith. Yep. <laughs> That's what Funk's thinking. All right. So they don't win the titles. Okay, okay. Tony Hotbody and like Tony Stetson remain the champ. Ooh, Terry Funk slapping him. Terry Funk and Samuel go on to have a good feud, too. That's cool. Oh. <coughs> I guess we get extra footage here of Shane Douglas having a match with J.T. Smith. Scary Sherry looking fine. Shane Douglas with a figure four on J.T. Smith working that leg. His leg may have been snapped. No, no, I will not give. I will not give. Shane Douglas refusing to let up J.T. Smith in real trouble. This was definitely the end of the match. However, Smith... Ooh, Terry Funk has the white towel there. He's going to throw it in, surrender. Throw in the time towel. You know what that's from, right? Yep. <laughs> oh! J.T. Smith whips the towel back at Terry Funk after Terry Funk threw it in. Dude, what the fuck did he want Terry Funk to do, though? You weren't getting out of that, buddy. No shit. Just should have just gave up. Yeah. I don't think that makes Terry... If Terry hits him here, yeah. Well, Terry's pissed because J.T. Smith threw it in his face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yes. He has a right to be pissed. Yeah. He's trying to help you. All right, so let's see what happens here. He threw this in my face? Oh, he whacks him with the towel. 
What? Obvious he was trying to humiliate huh? this youngster. I don't think so. He's trying to help him. Now he's oh, pissed at the disrespect that J.T. Smith had for Funk. Now he's going to smack him around. <laughs> Asshole Terry Funk. Oh, now he's stomping on him. Terry Funk looks wicked injured here. He barely walk. Terry Funk beating down J.T. Smith with his boot. Ooh, bitch smacked him. Yeah. Getting slapped sucks. <laughs> yeah, nice development here. You yeah. know, for months, Terry Funk Boom. has been the baby face around here. Now it was well due. Now he's gone. Yeah. Now he's gone heel. Here we go. We get the debut Taz of Maniac. Tommy Dreamer against Taz. Tasmaniac. Nice hip toss. Tommy Dreamer looks huh? great shape. Yeah, he does. He looks like a superstar. Yeah. Right, he immediately jumps up at the top here for ECW, star power-wise. He just looks like a star. <laughs> Although that fucking outfit is hideous. <laughs> it's chipping down. Terrible. It's terrible. He looks like, like a 1980s goon. <laughs> As he said last time, uh, Zack Ryder's father. <laughs> yeah, Zack Ryder's dad, Tommy Dreamer. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> it's cool, though, to kind of see what he develops into. Because Tommy Dreamer is one of the all-time greats. Yeah. Hardcore legend. Yeah, it's always good. Even when he comes out now, more recently when he shows up, does his like his spots and stuff. Yep, those are usually good. He's good because you know he really loves the business. Right. Right. Yeah. He's, he's been training wrestlers. He is too. <coughs> wrestlers from this era, I just I think will always have a little bit more respect for them because of how they become superstars is kind of different than how it works nowadays. Nowadays, there's like a clear path. You know what I mean? Right. A clearer path, I should say. Yeah, these guys had to do it themselves, basically. Yeah. And they had to. Catch I mean, there are some guys that do it now. I guess I don't know. I don't want to be like insulting, because there are some indie guys. That, yeah. You know, Punk started from the bottom, worked his way up. But well, he's not anybody anymore. going through like the WWE process that. Is much different than coming up through the indies. Right. It's weird to see Taz with such long hair. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shave that shit off and be Taz already. I know. I'm waiting for this to go away. It's funny because at this point you have the Sandman who's not fully the Sandman that he becomes. Yep. Taz is here, but he's not really Taz. Tommy Dreamer de debuts here. He's not quite Tommy Dreamer yet. But we're gonna we're gonna see it happen. That's the cool part about doing this show. Is that we're seeing the uh, the evolution of these characters. Nice power slam by Taz. Yeah, it was. Nice headbutt. The hair helps him sell that headbutt. Yeah, it does. Taz is, picks him up like he's nothing. Right. That's how strong he is. 
That's a Tommy Dreamer is a big guy. Right. Taz just fucking like scooped him up like I I, I, I think I'd have to pick up a, a little kid like that. I don't think I could do any grown man <laughs> right. at any weight that like that. Yeah, fuck, strong strong guy there. Yeah. The height's awkward, you know. He wants a victory here in his NWA debut. Dreamer already making his way to his feet. Nice match going on here. High boom, body cross, body press. Oh, two and a half, two and a half only. Tommy Dreamer is really hot now. Downstairs on the Tasmanian, Tasmanian whipped in reversal on the Irish whip. Tommy Dreamer. As we said earlier, Joey oh. Styles taking some ass on commentary. Wow, nice yeah, suplex. Still love that suplex. <laughs> Human suplex machine in the making. Crazy. Crazy. Taz off the ropes for momentum. Ooh. Missed the head. Really? It looked like an elbow from this. It angle. did look like an elbow. What action, hot and heavy, as is all the action here at ECW. How about that big victory by Bad Company over Public Enemy? What is Shoulder block. Tackle. Shoulder block by Tommy Dreamer. And we haven't heard from Public Enemy yet after that, that big loss, no longer undefeated here. Center of the ring here. Going for a suplex. A snap suplex. Goes the Tasmaniac. Tommy Dreamer's really on a roll. What was that? <laughs> oh, the ring announced the same go. Five minutes into the match. I usually don't do that, so <laughs> that must mean there's some kind of time limit. Well, yeah, I guess if, if this match ends the show, it makes sense, I guess. Yeah, I guess. Because you'd say, oh, it's a TV time limit. Oof. I'm thinking it's like a. Did it have a 10 minute time limit? It might be a 10 minute time limit. Yeah. And they're outside. <coughs> the extreme oh. is being brought into the match yep. now. Wow. Oof. What a chest shot. With the bar side. Yep. Yeah, so I'm looking. There's only two minutes left in the show. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Smash the chair. Oh, even that, too. So, Dreamer smashes the chair through Taz's head and then kicks it. Kicks the chair while it's still on Taz's neck. Tommy Dreamer rolls back into the ring and then back out to break the count. Looks like Tommy Dreamer is going to toss Taz back into the ring. Tommy Dreamer now back in the ring with the Tazmaniac. He's really got things going. So Tommy Dreamer. Double kick to the gut. Oh, and then Seguri kick. Oof. Right to the back of the head. Tommy Dreamer, man. What an athlete. Foot on a rope. Has his foot on the rope as Tommy Dreamer tries to get the count. It's a good match. Yeah. Nice debut by Tommy Dreamer. What if he's going to get the win here? You would think so. We said I'm going to the top. But sometimes in your debut they might lose. See, still looks strong. Yeah. Ooh. Taz grabs the rope. when wrestlers get kicked in the dick and shit like that. Tommy Dreamer hits his balls and Taz is gonna go up for a suplex on the second rope. Oh. That's gonna be it. That's yeah. At least he at least he lost in style. Right. That that was a good ending there. Taz gets the win. Damn. The Tasmaniac. With that nice suplex. What a finish. Are they going to show it again here? Shake the ropes. Nut squash. And then a great suplex. Unbelievably hot 
rookie here, Tommy Dreamer. Just a bit of bad luck for Dreamer as far as I'm concerned. I thought he had this match won in his NWA debut. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. All right, what's happening here? Oh, the fans. Clapping for Tommy Dreamer. So they appreciate him right from the start here. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah, it is. And that kind of becomes part of his character is that the fans support him. Yeah, he's like the working man's wrestler. Yeah. I don't know, you can relate to him. And people are shaking his hand. He's like the ultimate baby face. <laughs> He pretty much remains that way the entire <coughs> way. Yeah, for the most part, he's always been a baby face, right? Yeah, pretty sure. Like a fan favorite, right? In that sense, at least, even when he's might have been heel, I guess. Fans just like, yeah. nah, fuck you. We still like him. <laughs> yeah, I can't recall like, <laughs> a time when he was a heel, but we'll see. Maybe, maybe it'll happen. All right, so that concludes episode twenty-eight of ECW Hardcore TV from October nineteenth of nineteen ninety-three, and then we'll be back right after this bumper and. Maybe even put in a little music on this break. So we'll be right back with episode 29 from October 26, So 29 of ECW Hardcore TV from October 26, 1993. So get yourself set up there and just go over a couple of things that happened on that last episode. So we have Terry Funk heel turn. We had a decent match between the Public Enemy and Pat, Pat Tanaka and Paul Diamond's team, the Bad Company. And we had a little tribute to Sal Baloma, who's out injured. Jimmy Snooker kicked the shit out of a debuting Chad Austin. A solid match between Tommy Dreamer and Tasmaniac, with Taz getting the win with a nice suplex off the second rope. But the fans giving their appreciation for Tommy Dreamer after the match. And so that's what just happened on that last episode. Now let's move on to episode 29 from October 26th. JV, you all set up, ready to go? I'm ready to go. All right, so I'll count down five down to one. When I say play, we'll all click play. Five, four, three, two play. 
Alright, presented in the most complete form possible due to original production technical difficulties. And here we go. Last week on ECW. This does look like it's fucked up. <laughs> yeah, it does, because it like showed Sal Baloma quick and then... It looks like... Did you notice this, that? Like, yeah. Right at the start? It looks like they got this episode from somebody that recorded it on VCR. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it was like a rare one for them to get, and they like, oh, we gotta put it out there, even though the quality sucks. So let's give the disclaimer at the top. That's presented the most complete form, even though it looks like shit. This is not yeah. WWE produced yeah. content. We're better than this. This is the first thing you're seeing on the WWE network. Yeah. <laughs> See, there it is. The titty tap. Yep. The fans on Peaches. Oof. Stand the man Hanson, the fireball right there. Fireball, and now we're back into action. Back. Let's see how we start off here. Oh, Joey Styles in the Eagles net. Eagles nest. Nice shirt. With like his that. Philly Eagles shirt. The green. Sprite green. Oh, Bad Company's back in action. He'll take on Morocco and Snooker. I wonder how much those hats were selling for then. Oh my god. They're really shit. pushing them. <laughs> yeah, they are. Eastern Championship Wrestling. Dude, where are these fucking shitty top hats? <laughs> I hated hats like that. Yeah, those. those like, like the front foam. top of the hat should like rest on your head. You know, or be closer to your head. It shouldn't be like a fucking. Right. Mild gap between your top of your head and the fucking bottom of the top of your head. Joey Styles is talking about November to Remember coming up, November 13th. And they're blurring out the titties. <laughs> Blur out the titties. <laughs> Joey Styles tits. <laughs> Tommy Cairo. Take on Kevin Sullivan. All right, let's listen to Kevin Sullivan and his whack. November to remember, November the thirteenth. ECW and Todd put me on the hot seat. A shoot fight match against Iron Man Tommy Cairo. Todd, I thought they were all shoot fight matches, especially in Philadelphia. You see, I was he a lifeguard? <laughs> I was gonna say I am mankind. <laughs> Yeah. in Japan. Well, this isn't Japan, my friend. This is Philadelphia, where anything goes. Where I rule king. Where I walk out of the ring over bloodied Abdullah the Butcher's body. <laughs> Love it. Like. Fifty-pound wall man from Sudan that I carved up like a big black, black whale. Bill. Was that politically correct? All right. So now to show a little bit of the action from. Sullivan versus Abdullah in the cage on the bloodfest. Bloodfest, blood peace, whatever they want to call it. Didn't you just say that? Great <laughs> Sullivan defeats Gino Caruso, also from Blood Feast to Bloodfest. On day two from October 2nd, 1993, they're showing some action. And that stomp to the... Stomp. Ugh. That sucks. Yeah. 
There's no way to fake that. <laughs> no. <laughs> He's not just gonna hover for a little while. That woman holds him back. NWO. New World Order. Kevin Sullivan said it first. The New World Order. Back in 93. He only knew. Well, he was on the booking committee for WCW around that time. Maybe he threw it out there. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. A New World Order. Oh, Tommy Dreamer and Taz are going to have a rematch. And they're going to show us a clip from that ending, that great ending that we saw moments ago. Joey Styles just called him unbelievably hot. <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> Came out wrong. It's <laughs> not what I meant. <laughs> Hat guy. Yeah, hat guy is giving him hacksaw, thumbs Jim up. Duggan, thumbs up. Oh, <laughs> oh, you got that tough guy. <laughs> Crooked smile. <laughs> That's a whole lot of talking going on <laughs> in recap of action from the previous week. I think we are going to get another promo coming up here from a new debut of a familiar face. They're really hyping up the November to Remember card, which is not going to be televised. Just trying to get butts in the seats. There he is, Mr. Hughes. Mr. Hughes. There he is. That's right, Mr. Hughes here. You see, the Tad Tabor is on the 12th of November. Now then, Saturday, November to remember. You see, Mr. Hughes has come a long way. Back when I was in the WCW, I hooked up with Lex Luger, and we went up to the Meadowlands. And I hooked up with Lawrence Taylor. Now, I went up to WWF, and I confronted The Undertaker. Now, I beat him up, put Paul Bear out, tucked the urn, threw it back because the competition <laughs> wasn't worth a damn. Now, I'm in the NWA. Listen to me, Johnny Gunn, you got something to confront to me, boy? Come and bring it on. I am the man from the hood. You see, nobody ever steps on my foot. Nobody ever spits in my face. You got something to say to me, boy? Bring it on. I am the man from the hood, the meanest, the baddest individual you ever gonna lay your hands on. And I promise you this, Johnny Gunn. Gun. You will not get out of that ring when Mr. Hughes gives you the sidewalk slam. You're going down. <laughs> Mr. Hughes. <laughs> Mr. A lot Hughes. cooler when he's not talking. <laughs> yeah. Stop, dude. Never heard him talk that much. <laughs> he's going up against Johnny Gunn, who hasn't appeared on ECW yet. But he was uh, he was in WWF for a little while, 95, 96-ish, as uh, Salvador Sincere. They're still talking about this Tommy Cairo shoot fight. Kevin Sullivan. 
ECW Tag Team title belts will be up for grabs as Stetson and Hotbody are ready to defend. As we just saw, Tommy Dreamer gets his big rematch against the Tasmaniac. Okay, All right, finally getting some action here. We got the nasty bad breed, nasty boys breed. <laughs> <laughs> the nasty breed. Being an Axel Rotten. Taking on Donnie Allen. I guess we could have said the bad boys. Yeah, yeah, we could have gone with that. <laughs> but no, that'd make them sound cool. Yeah. <laughs> that's what we're not what we were looking for. Right. So Donnie Allen is teaming up with Chad Austin. <laughs> Chad Austin back to get his ass kicked some more. This is also from Bloodfest, day number two. October 2nd, 1993. They've been covering these matches for like four weeks <laughs> on the programs. I got a whole lot recorded for that from those two nights. A lot of, a lot of punches being thrown. Yeah, punches and stomps probably here. Yeah. Yeah, not clean. Probably hurts nope. a lot of people. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I fucking killed that dude. Missed him. A shitty punch. Missed him went flying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the wind from the fucking Bad Breeds punches. It was that was horrible. Let's go Pat Patterson Jr. <laughs> Pat Patterson Jr. He's got a nice drop kick. kick though. Yeah. More wrestling than the Rottens ever did. <laughs> yeah. Crossbody. Oh, catches him midair. Oh, caught him. And he doesn't know what to dick. do with him. And hey, Rams him. Ooh. Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> Broke his back. Ran them into the corner and bounced him out <laughs> yeah. of the ring. Killed him. Dead. Now he's doing uh, he's doing his mankind. Oh, that sucked. <laughs> that was bad. Tried to do a Cactus Jack move. Running off the apron. The clothesline. That was horrible. <laughs> Rolls him in the ring. Ryan, He's man. funny. This this bad breed guy is just funny. Which one is this? This is Ian. Ian. Tagging Axel. Goofy guys. Whoever thought insecure, a tag team insecure about his stomach continuously pulls his shirt down. You notice, like, yeah. Instead of just losing the stomach, I'll just keep pulling my shirt down. <laughs> Look, we'll do it again. Yeah, no it's like one, a nervous tick. No one sees my stomach. <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah Who ever thought a tag team of two Brian Knobs would be a good thing? <laughs> yeah, no shit. It's two Brian Knobs. <laughs> yeah, it's not even a Jerry Sags. It's just two Brian Knobs. <laughs> Double under oh, hook DDT. Oh, that was cringeworthy. Jesus. Oh, shit. Oh, <laughs> that was so stiff. Yeah, these guys, man. <laughs> you know, with his elbow and his ass on his face. Are we going to do a rocket launcher? These guys are reckless. Yeah. That wasn't bad, though. But I'm sure safety's like a big issue with other wrestling. I'm not fucking working with that guy. He right. sucks. Right. Maybe they're not as bad as we're putting it out there, but they look pretty shitty. <laughs> nah, those, yeah, they didn't look good. 
Hello. Oh, Jason, the sexiest uh, man on earth is back. In my own personal expense, Speaking so soft. Huh. As expensive as my jacket, this guy always dies in an 80s horror movie. From major city to major city while I was scouting the greatest professional wrestling talent. Alright, let's I guess listen to what he has to say. I'd be more than happy to share all my experiences with you. But before I go on, does my shirt match my jacket? Just this guy sucks. Like, which one of his friends did he show this to? And they were like, "Yeah, man, this is what you should definitely do when they put you on TV." <laughs> what is going on? He's talking to Hunt Hugh Robbins. Robbins. He's trying to get a team to manage. Look how little those guys are. <laughs> his mother. <laughs> yeah, they are. They are. The fuck? Like little kids. <laughs> Johnny Hotbody and Tony Stetson like widgets here. His mullet, his mullet is like a tire flap. <laughs> when they show it from the side view, watch. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's like, Look hey, that. Put this, this goes on my tires. <laughs> I beat you already, Sandman says to him. <laughs> so he's trying to find clients to be the manager of. I was sitting on pieces. I would like to manage to perhaps get a piece of What kind of music is this? It's like some honk tonk. <laughs> the bad kind yeah. of music. I'm <laughs> trouble. Stay away from me. <laughs> Dude, your mullet don't move. Your hair doesn't move. <laughs> no. What are you trying to shake? What hair are you trying to shake out of your face? <laughs> I know. Your hair is like a plastic. Like, your action figure matches your hair. Yeah. Because it's just as stiff. <laughs> now this guy is getting some heat. <laughs> yeah, he is. All right. Oh, Angel? Busty Angel? Angel? That's Busty Angel? Angel? Yeah. I have other plans. <laughs> well, I'd, I'd watch some more of that. <laughs> yeah, I like Angel. He looks like the guy that would bang Angel in an 80s porno. <laughs> oh. oh, he's going to make a deal with Mr. Hughes. So Jason this guy might manage Mr. Hughes. Sucks. <laughs> Long suck. <laughs> yeah. Who the fuck is this? The warlord? Yeah, it looks like the warlord. It's a warlord. <laughs> what the hell? They should have edited this music out. Maybe they did. Maybe there's a different song playing. This is what WWE this Network sounds, played. This sounds original. <laughs> he said ciao. <laughs> and there he goes, driving off. And now we're just in a match randomly. Uh, looks like Chris Michaels in Rockin' Rebel. Yep. Alright, so Rockin' Rebel versus Chris Michaels, or Richard Michaels, whatever they want to call him. This is also from Bloodfest Day number two. So I imagine Sabalem is going to probably interfere in this match. Or, yeah, or have a comeback. 
Rebel Scuba, that should be off. Cover one, two, and he pulls it. Oh, come on. Now he can pin this man at any point. Jesus. This man is garbage. <laughs> this man is garbage. Good. This man is garbage. I hate the Rebel. Oof. And now, pile driver. Pile driver on Chris Michaels. And surely now, this is all cover. One, two, and no. I, unbelievable. What is he doing? The match is over. Match is over. I thought it just cover started. Again. What is going on? Oh, okay. Rebel's going to get some cheers. He's not playing to win. He just wants to injure people. <laughs> He's playing to hurt. Ooh, toss the ref into the rope. Look at the crowd excited about this. Yeah, hit him with the chair, man. This is how we almost end. No! Oh, no. oh he drops it, but it fucking bounces on the ref's head. What's he looking at? Uh oh, is it Sal? Ah, <laughs> oh, did I call it a wall? It. Sal What's he wearing? Oh, like some Phantom ma opera mask. On. Yeah, Phantom of the Opera. <laughs> Sal is chasing his ass. Some of the audience members around. Joey Styles is geeking out about this. Salbaloma is back. That big of a deal. <laughs> yeah, I know. Joey Styles played off like it's the best thing that happened since he's been around. Slow down, buddy. <laughs> Salbaloma. <laughs> Joey Styles is really hyped up over that. Championship Wrestling, as promised at the top of the program, our feature match this week for the ECW Heavyweight Championship, the franchise Shane Douglas defending against Philadelphia. Right, so Shane Douglas is going to take on JT Smith, but they already showed us part of the match last week, previous episode. Well, J.T. Smith certainly had great... Terry Funk came in. in the strangest Turned way on J.T. Smith. It all began when he was thrown right out of this eagle's nest. Over the so we're getting uh, right over there. a little recap now, of the Dark Patriot tossing J.T. Smith injury, off the Smith has been on quite a eagle's nest. Just two weeks ago in a big six-man tag team match, he got a pinfall victory over the magnificent Don Morocco. Wham, and now Terry yeah, weeks back, had this tag team match. It's funny. Now, since we've been watching, um, you know, doing this show, I see. It seems like I see Don Morocco all the time, like on Twitter and shit, like old videos of him. And oh, really? I think it's probably because I follow BTT and they're always posting old stuff. Yep. Or like they're they're retweeting like. Other, um, yeah, BTT or BTT Army tweets. Of course, I, I also follow some other old our vantage, accounts that only show. Our vantage point posts a lot uh, on Morocco, too. So I probably just notice it more. But I don't know, it's cool. You're aware. Yeah. yeah. Like, he was good. I didn't, you know. 
game just last week. Smith and the Sandman were it's like when you get a new car and then you see the same car all, all over the place now. <laughs> yeah, that's perfect. Perfect analogy. Yeah. JT's mentor erased all hopes that JT had of becoming one half of the tag team champions. Sandman going to work on hot body. More clips from last week. Terry Funk. Are they do regulars at this point? I think at this point they were. Terry Funk is pissed off. Yep. So he's going to turn on the Sandman at the end of this match. As we discussed. I said we just covered this. Yeah. Which is great to have heel Terry Funk in action here. It's good because it'll help get over over a Sandman more for Terry Funk to be a heel. Which might be the point of it all. Brian Tannehill with the touchdown pass. No, that means nothing to anybody else right now, but <laughs> <laughs> help me, help me. Touchdown pass to Dion Lewis. J.T. Smith gets his chance to make wrestling history as he takes on ECW heavyweight. That'd be a fun match to watch. Shane Douglas versus J.T. Smith. Yeah. You know how it ends, but two very good athletes. Good wrestlers. There's a another clip from last week where Paulie Dangerously announces the new Dangerous Alliance with Shane Douglas and. Sherry, and then immediately, like, they break up. <laughs> because Sherry doesn't want to be called a broad. <laughs> the laugh. That's a great laugh. <laughs> Virtual. <laughs> but that was after. That was after. Right. <laughs> the mic closer dummy. That was great. There it is. <laughs> so the chain down Sabu comes out as the bodyguard. <laughs> Shane Douglas is not okay with Sabu being the bodyguard. And that's what leads to the breakdown in this dangerous alliance. Behind my back. You don't understand. I'm not just your employee. I'm also a 
Porter in Dangerous Alliance, and I say no way to Sabu. Hey, maybe that's why I'm the senior partner and you're the junior partner. Wait a minute. You don't talk to my man like that. Hey, Scoop. Hey, Willie Watts. <laughs> oh, you can't go in that closet. <laughs> I can't go in there. There's nothing in there. <laughs> Batty Cam. Paulie Dangerously and Sabu are on the other side. There are warring factions going on within the Dangerous Alliance. And that is the scoop. Uh, Willie Watts. Beavis? Fire, fire, fire. fire. <laughs> MTV may not have the quijones to back up Beavis and <laughs> but the Dangerous Alliance backs up anything Paulie Dangerously back in that closet wants area. to do or say. For example... I'd like to say right now that you people in Philadelphia are just a little bit too hard on your hometown baseball team. You see, it's not the Phillies' fault that Joe Carter stepped up to the plate mm -hmm. in the bottom of the ninth of the sixth game of the World right, Series. They're just in the World Series. Hit that ball right out of the ballpark. No, 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 no. It's not Jim Fragosi's fault that he couldn't manage a team like Lenny Dykstra and Mitch Williams and everybody else to be the world champions of baseball against a bunch of free agents from Canada? No, not at all. It's not your fault that you believe in a guy that they call Wild Thing. You make my heart sing. Am I booking and Mitch Williams Wild Thing? No, it's not the Phillies' fault that they blew the World Series. It's not the Phillies' fault that they had 14 runs in one game and still couldn't win. It's not the Phillies' fault that they were ahead in game six and blew the lead. It's not their fault at all that they blew the World Series to a bunch of anti-Americans. Right, Paul, what are you talking not about? Not at all. <laughs> it's geography. They're from Philadelphia. They were born to lose. Everybody in Philadelphia is a loser. Just ask me. I'm from New York. I can spot winners and losers all the time. For example, everybody from the state of Pennsylvania is a stinking loser. Just ask your ECW heavyweight champion, the franchise from Pittsburgh, Shane Douglas. He could have been the lead member in the Dangerous Alliance, but oh no. He had to listen to a stinking broad that I hired to take care of him. But that's okay, because Shane and Sherry, you're still not out of the Dangerous Alliance. You're on double secret probation, and if you want to be back in with Pauly Dangerously and Sabu, if you want to make the Dangerous Alliance what it can be here in the NWA, all you got to do is drop down to your hands and your knees, look up towards me and say, yes, Pauly Dangerously, we recognize you for the great man that you are. And speaking of great men, how about Sabu? How about the guts that Sabu showed allowing me to pick any man that was committed to ECW for the November 13th, November to, re to remember? Think about it. I could have picked anybody on that list. Did I pick an ally? No. Did I pick a friend? No. Did I pick somebody who we get along with? No. I picked Road Warrior Hawk, and I hear now that Hawk is not that crazy about teaming with Sabu. I hear Hawk has been on the phone with the ECW. He's been on the phone with the NWA saying, Hey, I don't like no stinking Sabu. I never like no stinking Pauly dangerously. And if they get in my way, we snack on danger and dine on <laughs> That's a good impersonation. <laughs> yeah, it is. 
on Saturday night, November 13th at the ECW Arena. That's in November to remember. This is the rest that I'm going to get inside my system watching Terry Funk go down for the last time. Because you don't have the guts to tell me and Sabu and even Road Warrior Hawk who your mystery tag team partner is. We said it's a dream partner. Dream one up, Terry. Who you're going to pick? We had the guts to come out and name our partner. You don't have the guts. You are not from Amarillo, Texas. You must be from Philadelphia because you're a stinking, no good, gutless, lying coward. Now, on November 13th, as the November to remember, I don't care who your partner is, Terry Funk, you stinking old man living off 1975 saying, ah, was the AMWA world <laughs> champion. Well, that is the last Good. title you will ever hold besides the ECW television title, because we're going to take that off you on the 13th as well, Terry Funk, because you can live on all your past glories, you grandfather. You don't have to worry about having five in your diet anymore, because Shabu and Hawk are going to knock the you-know-what out out of you, and if I get my chance, I'll smack you with my phone, and the same goes for your mystery partner, that you can come out here all you want, Terry Funk, and say, I'm going to amass all the victories I can, because I'm so old, I'm near death, and he who dies with the most toys wins. When it comes to the dangerous alliance, Polly Dangerously Sabu, and even Road Warrior Hawk, it's not he who dies with the most toy wins, it's he who dies with the most toys still dies pretty good promo oh, let's see what Todd Gordon I like this they all got these hats <laughs> he definitely looks the weirdest like thing he does but I can only begin to understand only begin to relate to the pain that must be in Sal Belomo's heart as he has to deal with his children every day and explain to them that he's not the man he used to be Sal Belomo has not recovered sufficiently from his injuries as you know, the State Athletic Commission has very specific requirements medically before a wrestler can get into the ring, and he is not able to get into the ring according to their requirements. However, this is the ECW, and it's not for everyone. It's not for everyone. Just like the fans of Philadelphia, we don't like to answer to other people. We don't like to answer to the Pennsylvania State Athletic Department. We don't like to answer to the doctors, and we don't even like to answer to the NWA. So therefore, ladies and gentlemen, on November the 13th, at the November to Remember, there will not be a wrestling match. There will not be a sanctioned wrestling match between Salvatore Belomo and the Rock and Rebel. Instead, these two individuals will come to the ring, each wielding a metal chair. That's correct, a metal chair. In a match that will not be sanctioned by the NWA, certainly will not be sanctioned by the Pennsylvania State Athletic Commission. But ladies and gentlemen, this is the ECW, and that's the way we settle differences between grown men. We're not here to make the NWA happy. We're not here to make the Pennsylvania State Athletic Commission happy. We are here to give you the biggest bang for your buck, because we're the ECW, and we're not for everyone. It's not for everyone. Not for everyone. <laughs> They're fucking yellow font. That just doesn't sound right. Not for everyone. No, it doesn't. Like, means, eh, it sucks. <laughs> some people like it, some people don't. <laughs> yeah, there's got to be better synonyms for those words out there that sound better than that. Right. <laughs> Alright, so it looks like um, Public Enemy is attacking 
Who are they attacking? Oh, they're attacking Bad Company. Who had just defeated them last week. Bad Company. Until we hop on the Orient Express. <laughs> it's a good song. Bad Company. <laughs> Bob Seger, right? Yep. Yeah! Alright, so... Fucking oh. public enemy. Oh! oh! They were attacked by the Bad Breed. Bad Breed! Brian Knobs boys. Against the public enemy. Alright, they're going in there and they're going to rest. <laughs> Alright, so Morocco and Superfly win by fault here. Because their opponents are injured. That's Paul Diamond. Morocco says get somebody down here. I want to beat somebody up. Oh, Morocco and Snook are going to go at it. <laughs> Alright, we don't have anybody to fight. Fuck. We're going to hug it out, man. <laughs> they start fighting and then they hug each other. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? <laughs> Morocco's got that twitch because he's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Two crazy guys right there. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking Mumu on. <laughs> Holy shit, it is. Like a woman's shirt. Yeah. It's that my Vavo wears. <laughs> like, cut it. <laughs> this shirt now. <laughs> it's true, because it is cut. Hey, Rocco! Rocco! Should have been Pauly Grunch. Pauly Grunch. Grunch, yeah. Paul Diamond. Poor guy. Yeah, well, where's Pat? The fuck happened? Yeah. The fuck is Pat doing? He ran away or something. <laughs> Why are they going to show a replay of the same shit you just watched? Like, they're not just showing a replay. Actually, they are showing a replay. It's not a clip. It's the whole fucking thing all over again. Literally, without a break. Batty in the house. What is he doing? He's like in a high school gym. That made no sense. All right, let's listen to Public Enemy. <laughs> Tough guys hanging out. Cars with the headlights on.
Last time they got in the ring with you, they beat you. Now, as was the case with Sal Balomo and the Rebel, the ECW is right on top of this situation between the public and the think they're talking to? It's a fucking Orient Express. Fuck that. November, November, there will be a match between Live Boy Rocco Rock and Johnny Grunge versus Paul Diamond and Patrick Uncle Rocco. Rocco. And you, the fans, will have a very special say in the stipulations regarding this match. More on this to come next week. Now, right now, I'd like to tell you about a situation that came down less than 48 hours ago in New York City at John Rezzi's wedding. Yeah, let's see what convention. On November 13th, the November, to remember, in addition to all the great matches we've announced tonight, we will have one of those eagerly anticipated wrestling matches in the history of professional wrestling. A women's match between two former world champions, sensational Sherry Martell, Going one-on-one. Ooh. Medusa versus That's Sherry. November to Women's remember. Revolution. Eat your heart out. Yeah, no one shit. Now, at this point, there was no animosity between these two athletes. This was simply a matter of mutual respect between two former world champions who are going to have a very athletically contested wrestling match November 13th for November to remember. But things didn't work out that way. Things got a little wild. Things got a little nasty. ECW style. Now, right now, we have some still photos to show you because there were no cameras there. Still photos. Fans <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but next week, we'll have some amateur video to show you what oh, we got. an amateur video. <laughs> what happened between Medusa and Sherry? To remember, in addition to the Dream Partner Tag Team Match, Sabu and Road Warrior Hawk versus Terry Funk and a Mystery Partner. In addition to the Shoot Fight Match, Tommy Cairo versus Kevin Sullivan. In addition to the Public Enemy versus Bad Company, in addition to all the great matches we have announced so far, remember, you're going to see Sherry one-on-one with Medusa. Hey, let's go down to the ring. It's time for the ECW heavyweight title match. The franchise, Shane Douglas, taking on... All right, time for a championship match. Shane Douglas versus E.T. Smith. The franchise, Shane Douglas, and his manager, sensational Sherry Martell. Oh, he looks cocky. He looks cocky. <laughs> Shadow boxing with Jerry. <laughs> Wouldn't that be great if he pops her in the face? <laughs> 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 uh-huh. Affiliated with Paul E. Dangerously himself, who has sided with. All right, so Terry Funk in the corner of J.T. Smith, and based on what we saw last week, we know what happens here. <laughs> That's poor planning on their part. Yeah, it was. In the months leading up to this heavyweight championship matchup. All, all right, well, let's see how the match goes. Shane Douglas does the old psych. I'm not shaking your hand. And he kicks at Terry Funk. That's great. Oh, here we are. Feeling each other out, gauging each other's reach. I think. Of the injured knee of J.T. Smith. You can bet on that. All right. Tie it up. Ooh, good wrestling. Took him down. Went right to the knee. Yep. Just as the injured knee. Yep. Styles called. Smart wrestling by J.T. Smith, who is desperately trying to keep that Smith knee away from a good job selling his injured knee. Perhaps if J.T. Smith were 100%. He would have an easier time in wrestling. That's what makes for good storytelling in matches when you have an injury. So. Yeah, it does. Yep. Especially if you're trying to put over a heel. Right. Yeah, and they can use it to attack. And they get sympathy for the baby face. 
Classic shit. That works. Smith grabs the rope. I doubt that JT Smith would quit anyway. I think he'd allow his leg to be snapped in the middle of the ring before he would say, I quit, you're the better man. He's got just too much heart. After all, he's from Philadelphia. He's from Philadelphia. Jane Douglas now backs the challenger to the corner. Drapes that injured knee across the Oh, and drives the knee. JT Smith tangled up in the corner. Headbutts out of it. And get some offense on to Shane Douglas. The franchise. Three headbutts to Shane Douglas. JT Smith's going to go good. Awesome. Fun. Oh, that was great. Going for a body slam and the knee gives out. Love that. It's a good spot for an injured knee. Shane Douglas dropping the elbow. Harry Funk of ringside looks disappointed in JT Smith. I got a sneeze right now, but it's weird. I hate that. <laughs> Fuck. I didn't mute it quick enough. <laughs> that sounded like our uh, bumper, bumper noise. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Douglas continues to twist away at that knee. Smith almost counted dead. Did you see that? Smith almost passing out from the pain. Look at the look of pain on his face. Smith reaching up, trying to break the least. Oh. He's down. The shoulder's down. Two. Almost got a pin. Almost a three count. And Sherry How the hell did he get it to the top rope that quick? <laughs> they cut the Sherry, then all of a sudden Shane Douglas is on the top rope. Very interesting editing. Yeah. They're trying to cut down the match for TV time. Oh, I think this is the spot where Jane is going to go for the figure four. Also, next week they want to show us the Medusa and Martel footage. The bottom scroll saying more street or Eastern Championship Wrestling coming up on the sports channel. So they had back-to-back -back shows on that. That week. The kid has just got too much heart. Wait, Terry Funk's got that. Terry Funk's reaching for the towel. What's that all about? As we know, Terry Funk is eventually going to throw that towel in there. The spear JT Smith, who's been injured the entire match, which is good. JT Smith catches it and tosses it right back at Funk's face. And that's not how you deal with Terry Funk. <laughs> no. And stay tuned for another exciting hour of ECW Wrestling on Sports Channel coming up next. <laughs> what is is that the actual name of that channel? Is Sports, yeah, channel? sports channel Philadelphia? Put the Sports Channel on. TSC Sports Channel. I don't I don't think we had that, did we? Uh, I don't think so. We just had nested in ESPN. Yeah, New England. Sports Network. Who was hurt very badly locked in that figure four. That could have easily been the end of J.T. Smith's wrestling career. Terry Funk is whacking J.T. Smith with that towel. Oof, that was a big one. Now we get some straight up smacks. He just slapped J.T. Smith. He's trying to humiliate J.T. Smith. He's stopping away. He's humiliating Smith in front of his friends and family. In the city of Philadelphia. Now, oh, now he's trying to hurt the Oof. This is ridiculous. Beating him with his fucking boot. Yep. Backing him around, beating him with his boot. Holy he'll turn. Look at this point. Turned on a Sandman, now JT Smith. 
JT Smith is being humiliated as beat down. Beating his ass into the crowd now. Should be hitting his knee. That's what he should be doing. Well, the show ends there as Terry Funk beats the shit huh. out of JT Smith. All right, and that'll conclude. So the, the Terry Funk heel turn is it's legit. It's legit. Yeah, it's solidified at this point. Yep. Now he has enemies in Sandman and JT Smith. So that includes episode 29 from October 26th, 1993. And we'll be back in just a moment with the following week's episode. All right, we're back for our third and final episode this week, and it's November 2nd, 1993, so here we are in November, towards the end of 1993, finally, and this is episode number 30, ECW Hardcore TV, and just give you a moment to get set up and kind of recap what we just watched there with, uh, we had a good promo from Paul, Paul E., uh, you had a tag team match that didn't happen. It was supposed to be Jimmy Snook and Morocco against the Bad Company. Well, Public Enemy rained on that parade and started messing with the Bad Company. And also we had a w- uh, ECW Championship match. It was Shane Douglas versus J.T. Smith, which they showed a little bit two weeks ago. When uh, Terry Funk threw in the towel for J.T. Smith, and J.T. Smith, Smith threw it back in his face because he was angered and he wanted to compete. That rubbed Terry the wrong way, and Terry Funk kicked the shit out of J.T. Smith after that, solidifying his heel turn <laughs> after turning on the Sandman. And then earlier in that episode, we saw the uh, the nasty breed <laughs> go up against Donnie Allen and Chad Austin, really just fucking run them over. Yeah, steamrolled. Yeah. Buried. And then, squashed. And then the bad breed came back out during that confrontation with... Uh, Public Enemy and Bad Company and Public Enemy and the Bad Breed started going at it. So now you have all these tag teams starting to mix with each other. And that brings us now to this episode from November 2nd, 1993. So you should be ready at this point. So I'll count down five down to one and say play and we'll click play when I say play. Five, four, three, two, one, play. All right, so yes. in this episode, if he always has that, yes, <laughs> rest into the music. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking good song. Um, we got a 27-minute episode here, so looks like WWE Network cut the shit out of this episode for some reason. And we get this very short episode here. So what we'll have in this match, though, is we're gonna, they're going to show us highlights of Shane Douglas versus the Sandman. Uh, Shane Douglas is going to have a match against Sabu for the ECW Championship, which is from Bloodfest Day 2. We're going to see the Bad Breed back in action against Todd Shaw and Donnie Allen. And we got a good amount of promos. Alright, so let's see Sandman and Peaches. What do they have to say? And I know what it feels like. And I know what's going through your mind right now, Shane Douglas. You do have those butterflies because you know the competition that you're going up against tonight. I've had that belt. I've been there before. And I'll be there again. Alright, so it looks like Shane Douglas is supposed to go up against Sandman for the championship. 
But based on what I just said, I guess we know that doesn't happen because he goes up against Sabu. Something will happen. Alright, so here we go. Highlights from Ultra Clash. Sandman versus Shane Douglas when Shane Douglas first arrived a couple months back. Back in September. This was a good match. That we watched. Yep. Shane Douglas getting some extra leverage with his foot on the rope. Hey, it's that same the tassels guy count. What if one of his tassels gets stuck on the rope? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Look how shitty it looks with the scaffolding around the ringside ah, area. It's awful. What are you show. building? Yeah. It looks like walking down any New York City street. <laughs> like, no yeah. matter when you go to New York, there's scaffolding. <laughs> it's so fucking true. <laughs> no matter where you're going. <laughs> They've never done building that city. <laughs> there's always scaffolding and water. Yeah. Puddles, bigger puddles than there should be. We're in a drought. Why is there puddles? Yeah. Ooh, the referee just took a big bump there. All right, they cut ahead a bunch. And Shane Douglas whacks Sandman with the cell phone or the cordless phone. Shane, oh, that sounds like three to me. But Sandman kicked out. And a nut shot. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh! Shane Douglas sold that so great, like, like it was a cartoon. And <laughs> a cross body, but oh, with so yeah. Douglas grabbed rolls his dick to do it. Win. Yeah, an extra leverage with a ball balls. grab. Yeah. <laughs> it full <of> balls. <laughs> <laughs> Slimy victory. It's a good word for it. So they're building up to this Sandman. Oh, Joey Styles doing a little surfboard move. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, so we got a Sandman video package of his highlights here in ECW. Former ECW champion. Old Sal Bologna action. <laughs> Sorry, just scared me in the middle of recording. <laughs> I heard some laughing. I was like, that has to be Jess. Yeah. <laughs> He's probably like, what the hell are you watching? What is this shit? <laughs> Big left hands from the Sandman. Oh, there's the uh, the warrior. Yeah. <laughs> the fuck was his name? Homeless warrior. <laughs> oh, no, that was the Metal Maniac. Yeah, yeah, this was another warrior though. He's the one that looks like uh, Brutus Beefcake. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Beefcake Warrior. It's main event time. Time for the feature match of the evening for the ECW Heavyweight Championship. The champion, the franchise, Shane Douglas, with sensational Sherry Martel in his corner to go one on one against the Sandman, who has his final words before this big championship matchup. He's back in the dressing room with Peaches at his side. Oh. All right, so uh, Sandman you guys is laid out. Want to see a dead body? And he has a <laughs> he has a broken he has a broken cordless phone on him. <laughs> so obviously, Paulie hit him from behind. Nice jacket. 
Alright, so Pauly is here now. Let's listen. <laughs> Alright, so Pauly dangerously. Basically, what happened here is Pauly dangerously injured Sandman so that he'd be out of the match. And Pauly could replace Sandman with Sabu. Shane Douglas threw a fit about last week, caused the tension between Pauly and Shane Douglas and Sherry. So this is almost like Paul Heyman saying, oh, fuck you. You didn't want him to be in a dangerous alliance? Well, now you got to fight him and defend your title against him. So Sabu is here now in a title match. Now there you got Sherry jumping on Paulie. And the match begins. Shane Douglas versus Sabu. That doesn't say ECW. I don't know what does. Sherry's kicking the shit out of Paulie. <laughs> A scoop body slam. Sabu in the middle of the ring. A little elbow drop there from Shane Douglas. <laughs> Shane Douglas is pissed at Paulie for setting this match up. So what are you doing, you idiot? Franchise. That's a great fucking name. Yeah, it is. Franchise. So great that Triple H ripped it off by calling himself the game. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Steve Francis of the Rockets stole his gimmick. <laughs> Stevie Franchise. That's, uh, <laughs> that's his nickname. Ooh, start him first. Into a suplex. Ooh, nice suplex. All right, we're going to get some high-flying action from Sabu. Nice, nice moonsault. With the pin, hook the leg. He oh. wants to win the match. Wow. Wins the match and the ECW championship. Sabu arrives on the scene and wins the title right away, just like Shane Douglas did a couple months back. The champ. So Sabu's the champ now. Oh. Oh, Sabu's handlers grab his ass and they're going to tie him right up. <laughs> the champ is being dragged away by his handlers. Shane Douglas going to be ripped shit. As he should be. He wasn't ready for, he wasn't ready for Sabu. He was preparing for Sandman. Oh. What was that? music. Alright, so big title change there. November to remember is on the horizon. Even in the background there with Todd Gordon, you have the hat hanging up. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how much it cost. Probably like 15 bucks. Yeah. Maybe 10. The fuck would buy that, though? I know I wouldn't buy it, even back then. 
All right, what are you going to show the whole match again? <laughs> yeah, like how many times? <laughs> like they're not just showing like certain spots, showing like yeah, drawn out parts. Like Shane Douglas is standing there. Why? <laughs> it's piss poor editing. Yeah, it sucks. That's why the network always puts that disclaimer. <laughs> And it's most complete for him. While the Dangerous Alliance may appear to be falling apart, ironically, they are stronger than ever as Sabu, managed by Paul E, is now the new ECW heavyweight champion. Paul E. Dangerously is outside the locker room of the Dangerous Alliance with these comments. <laughs> you talk about the greatest right, let's take a listen to Paul e. sports entertainment history. You talk about bringing this combination on November the 12th to the Terror at Tabor. You talk about bringing it down to the ECW arena for the non-televised November to remember on Saturday night, November 13th. You talk about the ECW heavyweight champion Sabu and the mastermind, the psycho yuppie Paul E. Dangerously, the greatest combination of athleticism and genius that's ever been put together in sports. I mean, you can come out here and talk about all the great combinations in sports history. You can talk about Babe Ruth and Lou Gehrig. You can talk about Bobby Clark and Bernie Perrant. You can talk about George Steinbrenner and Billy Martin, Ren and Stimpy, Beavis and Butthead, Fred and Wilma. It doesn't matter because Paul E. Dangerously and Sabu and the Dangerous Alliance are going to dominate not just E-C-W, but we are dangerous. I'll tell you something. You think you can outsmart Arch nemesis here. You can outsmart yeah. the whole world. Well, the board of directors runs this corporation, enemies. not you. And we've added a special stipulation to your match for the November to remember, November 13th. That's right. We've added a stipulation. Let me tell you what that stipulation is. Not only will Terry Funk's belt be on the line that night, but so will Sabu's belt be on the line. And if either of those two individuals are pinned, those belts will change hands right there November So what 13th. you're telling me is that if Sabu gets pinned by Terry oh, I want to see that match. About Road yeah, Hurry Funk and Sabu. Us. If Sabu gets pinned by Terry Funk, Terry Funk's an ex-CCW heavyweight that champion. That is absolutely But correct. if Terry Funk's mystery partner, who he doesn't have the guts, because he must be from Philadelphia, to come out here and name. You want to know who you want to know who the mystery partner is? You can't have a mystery partner against Sabu. Oh, little oh, guy. Wait a tell the people right now who Terry Funk's mystery partner is. Fine! I'll be fun. That's right. Ladies and gentlemen, it is my pleasure to announce Terry Funk's mystery partner for November. Oh, God. <laughs> That's horrible. <laughs> Terrible. Just tell us who the fuck it is. More Chad Austin. Gonna get his ass kicked by Bad Breed again. Shitty Bad Breed. They are rotten. I could write a song for these guys. <laughs> like, bad breed. Bam, 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 bam. <laughs> Stop with something like that. <laughs> and then you have like a little riff. You look like Brian Knobs. It's Brian Knobs times two. My t-shirt's too short for my tummy. <laughs> double, double the knobs, twice the grub. 
So Chad Austin is in the ring. His partner is Todd Shaw. He's got like his amateur wrestling gear on. <laughs> his Kurt Angle gear. This is more Pat Patterson Jr. than we needed. <laughs> yeah, we didn't need any more Pat Patterson Jr. This guy's getting some serious airtime. Yeah, he's Chad Austin. The hell did you do? Where's Larry Winters? What do you do? Some Pat Patterson type stuff behind the scenes to get this airtime? Is is, La <laughs> <laughs> is Larry Winters like uh, he get fired already? Uh, he hasn't been around. <laughs> I was a fan of that guy. Yeah. Disappointed. Kind of miss him. Chad Austin has taken the Larry Winters spot. My name's Chad. Chad Slavinsky. Yeah. <laughs> Reagan came to the top ropes there as these bullies just beat up on Chad Austin. Here we go. <laughs> Chad Austin looks at like the, the booking list and. Like oh you gonna you're on the show kid oh fuck bad breed again they're rough they're a little rough around the edges oh that's a surprising move yeah Spinning surprise athleticism kick. there yeah. from Brian Slobs. Brian Axel and Brian Ian. <laughs> <laughs> or Knobs, Axel Knobs. Ian Knobs. Ian. He doesn't look like an Ian. They didn't race him like an Ian. <laughs> Ian's supposed to be a nerd. Yeah. Did you ain't no nerd? I could have sworn you were. <laughs> you ain't no nerd. <laughs> Pulling him by the hair. Ah, these guys really slow down the show. Yeah, jeez. Brutal. Promos. <laughs> yeah. Comes Ian again. Probably going to fuck this up. Although I guess it does go down yeah. from here because Stiff. this had a title change. Why did they show that right at the end? Build up longer. Like They should have started the show with this match and then did that whole first segment towards the end. And ended with Sabu winning the title. Yeah. It would have been a better paced show if he did it that way. So this has been a marathon episode here. We've almost covered a whole month in, in one week's episode here. As we truck along, heading to the November 2 Remember at this point 11 days away from this airtime we have a second oh look like you did it pretty proper but it does look brutal Chad Austin's clapping like not the right kind of clap yeah like looks like a celebratory clap right hey get up clap <laughs> you can't even do that right no otherwise guy didn't make it so we go from a body slam to a Jump off the top rope. Now we're heading up for the Rotten Launcher. <laughs> That's a good name for it. <laughs> yeah, it is. That's a great name for it. <laughs> Fucking 
awesome name, actually. A rotten launcher. A bad breed with a win. Bad breed. The replay of the rotten launcher. All right, let's listen to Superfly. This is Jimmy Superfly, ECW. I forgot what I was going to say. He totally forgot what he was going to say. Yeah, he did. What the you fuck? You see that blank look in his face? He's like, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> he just started barking. <laughs> yep. <laughs> then he forgot what he was going to say again. <laughs> just dragged out the last words. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> oh, man. I don't know what I was supposed to say. Oh, man. I wish I could go back and watch that again right now. <laughs> Oh, we got, we got more his, more Mr. Q on the mic. Lex Luger meant a lot back in 93. Yeah. He's a bad dude. I liked Lex Luger a lot. I like how they're mentioning uh, WCW, WWF. Yeah. Why wouldn't they? You got to get that. Right. Got to get, get that, the as the kids say. Got to get that clout. Yeah. Is this the same pro promo? <laughs> yeah, it looks like it. It's in the same spot. Yeah. In the high school locker yeah, room. Yeah. Why do they have mirrors above there so the coaches can see if the kids are horsing around? <laughs> Didn't he just show up for us in what we're covering on the bottom line cast again? Yeah. Yep. He just showed up with Chris Jericho. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Looking thin did you say that? And not, did no, I not catch that? No, I didn't say it yet. No. You didn't mention it. Okay. But yeah, he's on our most recent episodes of the bottom line cast with, uh, in our Attitude Era update on the side of Chris Jericho. Yeah, when Jericho's feuding with Shamrock. Yeah, he he was debuted wearing a mask as Gotch. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Gotch, yes. Gotch Racy. Gotch Gracie. Gotch yep. Gracie, yeah. <laughs> Fucking liar. <laughs> right, so we're getting All right, the rules. Shoot fight, fight. One fall, no pinfall. What? One fall to a positive finish, but no pinfalls? What the hell does that mean? <laughs> it's one fall, but no pinfalls. Has That's a negative be, finish. Has to be a knockout or submission. What the hell are they talking about? So I guess one submission. All right, let's listen to Crazy Sullivan. <laughs> Still on vacation. <laughs> Woman. Right? Mother. But you're uh, about to toss it like a gnat. Yeah, so they show just a dunk down with a shoot fight. <laughs> Little man. <laughs> so they're just intercutting a bunch of matches while he says, That was yeah. a shoot fight. This was a shoot fight. Tommy Cairo, now I know the Why can't we hear from Tommy Cairo? It's a shoot fight in Philadelphia. Because new viewers, <laughs> new viewers of this are probably like, who the fuck is Tommy Cairo? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's he talking about? <laughs> I know Kevin Sullivan, but who the fuck is Tommy Cairo? <laughs> he hasn't been around in a while either. No. Medusa. How many times have you seen Medusa wrestle and thought to yourself, I'd like to see her go? 
I don't think I ever thought about Sherry versus Medusa. <laughs> no, I didn't. I always looked at Sherry when I was younger as a kid, like, oh, she's used to be the best women's wrestler. Right. Because then she was just a manager to me. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, done wrestling. She's above that. Right. Because, I don't know, women's wrestling was, like, not looked at the same in 1993. Right. That's the truth. Yeah. Women's wrestling was a bathroom break. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, and maybe if there was a hot chick, then you'd watch it. But yeah, yeah, even that wears thin. All right, let's take a listen to Medusa and Sherry. Someone living room. Ninety-three. People have been waiting years and years and years for this, and I have especially. It's not. It's not a point of who who's best. It's not a. It's not a point who's who's best. It's not. Yeah. Why not? My athleticism comes from my background. You know, there's a lot of there's a lot of things as far as women in wrestling. They they think that a backing uh, uh, a backslide is a casting couch position or something. A casting <laughs> couch <laughs> position. A <laughs> backslide. That's <laughs> great. You you've hated me. You call, you call, you call me names. You, 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 I didn't know that was a thing in '93. Casting couch. <laughs> Oh, maybe I don't know. She she referred to the same way I look. I'm like, that's what she's talking about. Yep. Yeah, right. Backslide. Casting couch position. That was good. Well, I've got something to say. So let me know when you're finished. Yeah, Sherry's like, yeah, yeah, the, the point is, is here. On November thirteenth, I will prove to people. What wrestling really is and should be. And if you can challenge that offer, I'll hand wow. you the money. Yeah, what's Sherry going to say? Yeah. Okay, let's let's do a little bit of history here, shall we? Yes, She's smoking a butt. Probably. And yeah, you <laughs> young, upcoming, little blonde bimbo. Just like you are now. You haven't changed now, no matter what you do. You're always going to be in the shadow. You were there. All you did was run around with everybody at the dressing room. You didn't sit down. You didn't listen to anybody. Then, because you couldn't handle the competition that was here in the States, you run off to Japan where all the women <laughs> the men. Oh, what? Oh, fucking the men. I want to know what she said. Be doing something pretty good. Yeah, I'll admit that. That was that was good. That was very clever on your part. I gotta commend you on that. I have to commend you on that. But you couldn't be number one here in your own damn country. I haven't run from you. I'm sitting right here, face to face with you right now. You want a piece of me? Anywhere, anytime. That's fine. And you know that Greg the Hammer Valentine you're so proud of? That's the one thing you did do right, honey. Because I <laughs> Talking about your uh, personal life, we're talking about oh, you. Oh man, thank Greg the Hammer Valentine. Talking about you and I once and for all. That looks like a yeah, fucking that, woman. That might be fun just to find out just where we both stand, what we've both been doing, and mostly what you, what I thought probably forgotten, and you'll never know. So you want it November 13th? You got it. That's a cool little promo. Yeah, it was. Listen, Sherry, if all you can do is 
This is awesome. It's, it's, yeah. They should have an 18 plus version of this. They should. This seems legit. Us. Great. These bitches hate each other. This is awesome. Oh, no. Sexual, sexual credentials. Your whole card. Chicks always go straight to the whore card. <laughs> yep. Oh, yeah. You're a slut. <laughs> it's dick in the hand. Oh, there's she won that one. Oh, there's Valentine right there. What was that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Oh. Yes, you went right after that. That was great. Greg, Greg the Hammer Valentine was probably like, ooh, maybe I'm going to try to fuck Sherry since she said that. <laughs> He's sitting right there when she said that. I'd fuck him. <laughs> He's right there. Oh, we got more Jason here. Kendall. <laughs> that's it. That's it. <laughs> the show's really? over. Fuck. Oh, that's right. This was a short one. Yeah. It was only 20-something minutes. So they didn't really wrap up the show properly either. So they just... WWE this isn't the first it. time they've... They've kind of just like cut either, you know. Yeah, that was weird, weird ending there. Oh, so that concludes that. So uh, <laughs> let's wrap things up here. So in a couple weeks we'll be back. So I guess at this point, you know, Christmas is on the way. So Christmas is going to be done by the time we're back talking to you guys. So hopefully you have a good holiday and you enjoy your family and have a good little time off if you get any if you get any vacation time. So, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, whatever the fuck you want to say. I say yeah. Merry Christmas. If you're offended by it, then well, we say Merry whatever. Christmas because it's <laughs> that's, that's what, we what celebrate. that day is. <laughs> right, that's, that's what the day is. Right. What yeah. other what else could celebrate it? Is there like a I don't know? Maybe I'm ignorant to it. Yeah. What other holidays? But like that's the holiday, on? correct? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the 25th is Christmas, correct? Right. Yes. The 25th is just Christmas. There's no other things going on that day. <laughs> yeah. Like no. Kwanzaa's not that day, right? Right. Hanukkah is like a bunch of days. Yeah. Right? Right. So, yeah, for the December 25th, Merry Christmas if you celebrate it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you don't, then happy holidays. Yeah, happy holiday. Happy whatever holiday. Happy Halloween. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy, <laughs> happy New Year's. Happy, happy Halloween. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy, happy birthday. <laughs> happy birthday, too. My birthday's coming up soon. <laughs> yeah, it is. So, anyway, <laughs> hope you enjoy the day and whatever. You know, especially, you know, maybe you don't celebrate it, but I guarantee you get the damn day off, probably, unless you work in retail. Actually, retail's off close, too, on that day. Yeah. Oh, shit. Some, I, I guarantee there's some places open. Probably, like, Dunkin' Donuts is probably open. <laughs> some coffee shops. But anyway, enjoy the day. Uh, we'll be back in two weeks, though, on January 1st. So, another holiday right there, New Year's. So, we'll be back in the new year, in 2020. With episodes 32 
32. Did we just cover 30? 30. So 31 and 32 we'll be covering. And that is November 16th and the 23rd from 1993. So those are going to be the episodes right after November 2, remember. So we'll probably get some of the, the fallout of what happened there. And I'm definitely interested to see what happens with Medusa and Sherry, their match at November. Yeah, that was November. a good sell right there. Yeah, that hyped me up for that. Hey, also, like I said at the top of the show, JV and I do the bottom line wrestling cast, the career of Stone Cold Steve Austin. This week dropping today is episode 57, in which we cover the, uh, the go-home shows to Unforgiven and the Unforgiven pay-per-view itself, where Stone Cold Steve Austin is a special enforcer for a six-pack challenge match. So that's what's going on in the bottom line wrestling cast in September of 1999. If you want to follow us, follow us at ExtremeCast on Twitter for the ECW ExtremeCast page. And also, if you want to follow us on the bottom line cast, that's at bottom line cast. And if you want to follow our personal accounts, I'm Mike Crew at MPRU83. And JV is at John Van Damage. JV, any final words before we head out? No final words this evening. All right, guys. Thanks. We're for, done. Yeah, we're done with this supersized edition of the Extreme ECW Livecast. And we'll be back, like I said, in two weeks as normal with two episodes. Not one episode, not three episodes. Back to two. <laughs> so thanks, guys, for listening. Thanks, Army. And enjoy your holiday. And we'll be back in two weeks. So long.